Hello everyone and welcome to another Chatterbug stream. My name is Max Roberts. Let's learn some English. Hello and welcome to an advanced lesson. Uh, it is going to be difficult today. We are doing a advanced preposition quiz. So welcome to the stream and get ready for what is quite a difficult quiz. Uh, we are looking at prepositions in, on, at, about, to, from, um, and some of these are phrasal verbs and some of these are not. A phrasal verb is a verb that uses a preposition, like look at something or come from somewhere, for example. Uh, some of these are, some of these aren't. Um, it's a big mixture today, uh, but Today is tricky. This is an advanced lesson. So let's start with question number one. Uh, texting while driving is what the law? Texting while driving is uh -uh, the law. Is it beyond the law, against the law, or despite the law? Texting while driving is what the law? Uh, so this is a common expression in the English language. Um, to say that something is forbidden by law. This means it is something we are not allowed to do. So you could say taking drugs is hmm, the law or stealing is hmm, the law or attacking someone is hmm, the law. Very good if you said it is against the law, against the law. Uh, this is an expression in English to mean that something is not allowed, you will get arrested for it, you could get sent to prison, or you could get fined. It is against the law. Murder is against the law. Well done everyone if you got that right. Question number two. Um, I had an injury, so I'm hmm, a disadvantage in this race. I had an injury, so I'm hmm, a disadvantage in this race? Is it I am in a disadvantage, I am at a disadvantage, or I am with a disadvantage? Remember everyone, this is difficult English, so do not worry if you don't know it, it's good to test yourselves sometime. Hello Valerie, welcome to the stream, good to see you, I hope you enjoy this difficult, difficult question. Um, Daniel, hello and welcome to the stream, good to see you. So, ooh, this was difficult for you all. Um, do not worry, I will explain. We say we are at a disadvantage. Uh, so, for example, I am in a race, but a month ago I hurt my ankle, and I know I'm a bit slower than I normally am, and my friend didn't hurt his ankle. We can say I'm at a disadvantage. He has an advantage over me, I am at a disadvantage. Um, you could talk about life as well, like someone who was born into a rich family, um, who gets sent to a good school, who has a lot of education, um, who is given all of the opportunities, who has a personal tutor, is at an advantage over someone who comes from a poorer background and doesn't go to as good a school. And so you say, he is at a disadvantage. He is at a disadvantage. So, our next question. Have you seen the new movie, hmm, director James Cameron? Have you seen the new movie, hmm, director 
James Cameron. Have you seen the new movie by James Cameron? Have you seen the new movie of James Cameron? Or have you seen the new movie via James Cameron? Um, I saw the new James Cameron movie, Avatar, uh, a few weeks ago. It was pretty good. I enjoyed it. I had fun. Um, it was an okay film. Uh, Fernando Lopez, absolutely. Um, quiz answering the questions during the lesson. Absolutely. If we do a quiz, it means we do lots of questions, 10 in a row. Um, Mamacita, hello, welcome. Uh, Marianne, is underprivileged a synonym? So underprivileged is only talking about like class and money and someone's social standing. Whereas to be at a disadvantage can also be about like physical ability or work, for example. So underprivileged is really just about money and class. Whereas advantage and disadvantage is about any situation. Um, where someone might have, might find something easier than someone else. So a short man is at a disadvantage in basketball, for example, but I couldn't say he's underprivileged, necessarily. Um, have you seen the new movie by director James Cameron? Very, very good. Uh, the book by uh, Stephen King, the movie by Greta Gerwig, or the song by Adele. If we're talking about works of art, uh, we say by the artist. So the book by Stephen King, the movie by Greta Gerwig, the song by Adele, the painting by Picasso. Um, of sounds a bit strange. The film of Stephen King, we don't really say that. Um, so good to know in English, art by someone. Um, for example, here's a nice sentence for you. 30 is the, new, is the fourth studio album by English singer-songwriter Adele. 30 is the fourth studio album by English singer-songwriter Adele. Very, very good. Um, excellent work, everyone. Keep going. Uh, greetings to you, Fernando Lopez. Welcome. So, this one, let's see if you do, uh, how you do. This one causes a lot of confusion for people learning English. Uh, I've lived in Berlin hmm, two and a half years. So I moved to Berlin in the summer of 2020. So I've lived in Berlin for two and a half years, since two and a half years, or from two and a half years. What do we say in English? I've lived in Berlin for two and a half years. I've lived in Berlin since two and a half years, or I've lived in Berlin from two and a half years. Good job, everyone. Yes, this one was a bit easier than the last one, I think. I've lived somewhere for two and a half years. I've lived somewhere for two and a half years. So this means I've done something for a certain amount of time. Um, if we're talking, if we say the number of years, we say for. Um, if we're talking about a specific date, we say since. So I've lived in Berlin two, for two and a half years or I lived in Berlin since summer 2020. Uh, so four, two and a half years, but since summer 2020. Um, because if I pick a specific date and say since, it means I started then and I'm still doing it. Uh, but four, two and a half years, four, two months, four, a week, 
since Monday, since Tuesday, since last week. Um, she's been on the phone for three hours or she's been on the phone since 7 a.m. Does that make sense? Let me know if you get that. He charges 70 euros per hour, not cheap. He charges 70 euros per hour, not cheap. By, per, or for. He charges 70 euros per hour, not cheap. By, per, or for. Yes, well done, everyone. You're doing really well, everyone. Really, really good. These aren't easy questions. And absolutely correct if you said per hour. He charges 70 euros per hour. Um, and this is an expression that you will always see when you're talking about, for example, 10 euros per hour, 60 kilometers per hour, three items per person. So you're saying for every one of this, you get this, or for every this, you get this. So 10 euros per hour means in the hour, it costs 10 euros. 60 kilometers per hour means the car travels 60 kilometers in the hour. Three items per person, that means each person can have three items, so per. It's quite complicated. Three items per person. Very good. They all agreed with me apart from Bill. They all agreed with me apart from Bill. Apart for Bill, apart from Bill, or apart with Bill. They all agreed with me apart for Bill, apart from Bill or apart with Bill. Hello, Raimundo, good to see you. Welcome to the stream, Raimundo, nice to see you and welcome. We are doing an advanced preposition quiz. This is advanced English. Um, so they all agreed with me apart from Bill. They all agreed with me apart from Bill. Now this is a bit complicated, except for and apart from, mean the same thing. But we say except for, and we say apart from. So, I like all fruit except for strawberries. I like all fruit apart from strawberries. They really do mean the same thing, um, but we say except for and apart from. Very, very good. Everyone, not easy. Now, did you read the article, hmm, the Times, hmm, Elon Musk? Did you read the article, hmm, the Times, hmm, Elon Musk? Did you read the article in the Times on Elon Musk? Did you read the article in the Times in Elon Musk? Did you read the article on the Times in Elon Musk? Or did you read the article at the Times on Elon Musk. Hmm, difficult. So the Times is a paper. The Times is a newspaper in England, a very popular newspaper. Um, and yes, I want to know, do you know the answer to this question? Not easy. Did you read the article, hmm, the Times, 
Hmm. Elon Musk. So good if you said, did you read the article in the Times on Elon Musk? So we say in the paper, in the movie, in the book. What happened in the movie? In the movie, um, there were these blue aliens and they lived on this planet called Pandora and humans came to destroy their planet. Uh, in the book, there is a horror clown who is attacking the children. In the paper, there was an article talking about climate change. Um, but we say on a subject. Uh, so on a subject. So in the, in the paper, there was an article on climate change. Or there was an article on the works of James Cameron. Um, and this means about this subject. Uh, so we say on a subject. So the article in the paper on Elon Musk. What is the movie, hmm? What is the movie, hmm? From, about, or of? I don't want to say anything about this question because I want you to kind of figure it out from, uh, from the context. What is the movie, hmm? I'm not going to say any more than that, because if I say any more than that, I think it'll give it away. So what is the movie from, about, or of? Marianne, in The Simpsons, there was an episode on Elon Musk. Yeah, that's absolutely right. If the whole episode is about Elon Musk, then you could say there was an episode on Elon Musk. You could also say in The Simpsons, there was an episode with Elon Musk in it. But if the whole episode was about Elon Musk, you could say that. You could say there was a BBC documentary on the Amazon rainforest. Um, very good if you said, what is the movie about? What is it about? Um, so when talking about a book, a movie, a TV show or an article, you are asking what the story is, where it is set, what it is debating. For example, what's it about? Uh, what is Avatar about? Avatar is about some blue aliens that live on a planet called Pandora. So what is the movie about? What is the book about? What is the article about? The article is about um, a tribe in the Amazon and their rainforest is being destroyed, for example. Okay, next question. If you don't understand a word, it's good to look at what? To look it up, to look it over, or to look it in. If you don't understand a word, it's good to look it what? Up, over, or in. If you don't understand a word, it's good to look it what? Up, over, or in. What do we think? What do we think if you don't understand a word? Um, ooh, this is harder than I thought it would be. I thought this one wouldn't be too bad, but it looks like it's a bit more difficult. So if you don't understand a word, it's good to look it up, to look something up. Um, this means if you don't know enough about something, to find more information about it. So I'm going to look the film up online. Um, do you know what time the films are on in the cinema? I will look it up. I will look it up. 
Uh, you can look up a word in a dictionary. You can look a cast list of a movie up online. So I'm going to look up who was in that movie, for example. It means I want more information, so I will do my research to find it out. Um, next question. Can you look hmm, my essay and see if there are any mistakes? Can you look hmm, my essay and see if there are any mistakes? Look on, look in, or look over. Can you look hmm, my essay and see if there are any mistakes? Fernando Lopez, prepositions. I understand. Prepositions are not easy to learn about. Unfortunately, in English, they come up a lot. <laughs> um, and it's not always, it doesn't always make sense which preposition we use with which word. You sort of have to learn them individually. So something like look up or look over, those are different uh, expressions, unfortunately. Um, so, can you look hmm, my essay and see if there are any mistakes? Um, well done if you said to look over, to look something over. This means to quickly examine something. So to look over an essay means I'm gonna quickly read it through and see are there any mistakes. Red pen, mm, wrong, wrong, wrong. To look something over, not so easy. But very, very good everyone, well done. Um, and then our last question of the day our last question. I'm so focused, hmm, my work right now, I don't have time for anything else. I'm so focused, hmm, my work right now, I don't have time for anything else. I'm so focused in my work, I'm so focused at my work, or I'm so focused on my work. What do we say in English? Um, Valerie, did you watch The Last of Us? I did not yet, but I know what it's about. I do know what it's about. Uh, so, um, maybe I should look it up online. <laughs> Very good. Do you see how I'm using the expressions that we learned today? Excellent stuff. So, I'm so focused on my work right now, I don't have time for anything else. Um, I'm so focused on my work, well done. A lot of you got that right. Um, so well done. To be focused on something, to be focused on something means I'm concentrating right now only on the work in front of me. I am focused on something. I'm focused on the football game. I'm focused on my essay, for example. Uh, Fernando Lopez. To get info about equals to look it up. To examine is to look over. Correct. So, um, to get info is, yeah, to look it up is to like research online or in a book. And to look over is like if someone gives you something, you quickly go over it. So a teacher might look over your maths homework, for example, to make sure it's all correct. How did you do, everyone? How did you do? Did you get 11 out of 11? Did you get eight to 10 out of 11? Did you get five to seven out of 11? Did you get two to four out of 11? Or did you get zero to one out of 11? How did you think you did? Uh, this was not an easy quiz today, and I hope that you learnt something if you didn't know it. Um, there are 11 questions today, Fernando. 
I think. There were, I think there were 11 questions. Um, because I thought it's a strange number. <laughs> so if you got all of them right, you got 11 answers right. Um, some people did get 11, well done. Because that was a tough English lesson. Um, <laughs> Hertha, this lesson is not easy for me. I will repeat it. Absolutely. This is an advanced lesson, so um, well done. For, well done for taking part. Well done for trying. Um, well done, everyone. That was hard. Oof. And some of these I have to like double check. I'm like, do we only say um, the new album by, or can we say the new album from Adele? And actually, when you look it up, it says it's the new album by Adele. But part of me is like, is it? Mm. So don't worry. It's difficult. It is difficult. Uh, Miguel. Prepositions are one of the most difficult things for me to learn. You have to memorize most of them. It's true, it's not easy, and it's hard because they're different in different languages. That's what I find even harder. Like, for example, in German and English, the same sentence will use a different preposition. <laughs> and you gotta go, why? Those languages are so similar. Like, why do we make it so difficult? Um, but, well done everyone, you all did brilliantly, and lots of good answers, so I'm very, very happy with how you all did. Thank you for watching everyone, and I look forward to seeing you all very, very soon, my friends. Excellent stuff, and you are all brilliant. Until the next time, see you soon, bye-bye, bye, ciao.